Welcome to Hello, Hello, a podcast for and by Boston University students to talk about Jewish life here at BU. So I am Sophie, and I am here with Sadie Cowan, and we are going to be talking about Jewish feminism and the passing of uh, Supreme Court Justice RBG a couple weeks ago. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Sadie's event that's upcoming, so that way people can, like, attend it. Um, Sadie, welcome to Hello, Hello. Thanks so much. <laughs> so... To start off on Hello, Hillel, I always ask the first question. Um, it's called, it's a segment called Bubby's Kitchen. And I ask our guests what their favorite Jewish food is and what's a memory that they associate with it. Okay. I mean, wow, that is tough. Well, I'm a big part, I guess, of my like Jewish experience has been growing up going to Jewish summer camp. Um, mm. And so a Jewish food that I associate a lot with my like Jewish identity and experience um, is definitely the challah from camp. Um, mm. I have so many like memories of just like sharing Shabbat and sharing a challah with my best friends. And so I think that that's probably like my top, one of my top Jewish foods, like specifically. That's such there. a staple, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I also have that memory of like Jewish summer camp and like ripping apart the challah and getting like that good like middle piece like where it's kind of of the center of the hollow where it's like really thick yes the best well thank you for that again a wonderful segment of bubby's kitchen jewish food amazing um we all know this but anyway so i brought sadie on to talk about uh the experience of being like a jewish girl and or jewish woman and i guess like what does it mean to you to be like broadly obviously we know what it means to be Jewish like that's that's a big question but also like in terms of being a Jewish woman like what is that experience like definitely um I think a big part of my like feminism is my Jewish identity um so I think that the way that like being a woman in society and also being a Jew in society like coexist is something that is really unique to Jewish women um, like the experience of being a woman in society and like being empowered by other women is just amplified when you're in a Jewish setting. Um, I think it's like a piece of my identity that is a really big part of me and something that I care a lot about, like always growing in a sense of being a Jewish woman and what makes me like an empowered Jewish woman. Um, mm. I especially think like the experience of being a Jewish woman on BU's campus is something that's really unique and powerful um for mm. someone like me who didn't grow up around a huge Jewish community being able to find some like sisterhood with other Jewish women who are like being Jewish is also really important to them but like outside of that being politically involved or like reading Torah or going to services together like all of those things are like I think an important part of the experience of being a woman in society and then like I said it just like makes me feel so much more empowered to share that with people who I have a common thread with yeah no I totally agree I think it's it's definitely interesting I feel like a lot of the people I know at Hillel are Jewish women I also feel like it's very like robust community and a very diverse community of Jewish women it's awesome definitely but I feel like no like having said that like I also know a lot of Jewish guys and it's funny to kind of think about the way their experience as people going through the world and as Jews differs from 
the like a woman's experience because like obviously there's an intersection between like feminism and like the broad experience of being a feminist and being a jew but then how how is the role of the jewish woman different from the role of the jewish man within like the jewish culture because i feel like i look back I, I don't even know when women started having bat mitzvahs but it like it feels like i know a lot of older jewish women who just like didn't the idea that like the genders would be separated um and that like there would be certain privileges that women would not have so I guess like how do you feel like that difference translates in like a modern context or do you feel like it does I definitely think that it does um I think some women like struggle to find their place in Judaism because of those differences Mm -hmm. and the different expectations and like different roles I think like something that like I've struggled with and just like thought about and talked about with other Jewish women in my life is this idea of like Eshet Chayil like a woman of valor and like the words Mm. of that song like what is it actually saying versus like what's a Jewish woman's role in Judaism and in society now and then when you're looking at I guess like the experience of a Jewish woman now and what it means to find community with other women I think that is something that is like super niche that we all like I don't know can do together is like experience Judaism together and like push each other to like find a place in something that like is as welcoming to us as we are to it if that makes sense yeah no I love that yeah no I mean I think Something that I, I mean, for those listeners who don't know, um, there's a club at BU called Jewish Empowered Women that kind of, it's Jew is the acronym, um, that kind of (laughs) focuses on this stuff. Um, And one thing I've talked about, this is a little bit tangential, but I still think it's really interesting, is um, like stereotypes that Jewish women deal with. So for example, the idea of a like Jewish American princess and or Jap, this, I think about this sometimes, I just think it's really fascinating and whether or not that's okay to say for non-Jews or even for Jews? Like, should we be playing into that stereotype? Like, should we be permitting it, you know? Because I hear people say it sometimes, like, oh my God, she's such a Jap or like classic Jap. And I'm like, that is, I think it's like a gray area. So I don't Definitely. know, I just, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm so there with you. Um, it's It's also something that like, I don't know, it's like something at summer camp, people will say like, in passing or like joking or like in other Jewish like settings people will be like oh she's such a Jap and you never know like yeah it could be something serious it could be something like joking and then like when someone who's I guess removed from the experience of Jewish woman of a Jewish woman says that it almost feels like an attack I don't know it's like I think I know what it means to be a Jap like I'm not (laughs) I hope I'm not one but like (laughs) like what's I I like have a good perception of like what that experience is and like for someone who's like removed from that experience and from the like broader life of a Jewish woman in general like can they really speak to that I always felt the same way I don't know I just think it's such an interesting like ethical question like I can say it but even if I hear like a Jewish guy say it I'm like ooh. yeah I don't know (laughs) if I like you know there is like I know, and there's, like, the stereotypical, like, Jewish man. Like, we all know the type. Yes. Like, there's the guys we went to summer camp with or whatever, and it's, like, they, they don't have a name. Um, there's, no, like, a Jewish-American bro, like, jab. That would be funny. Like, something <laughs> like that. It just feels like, I don't know. I think it's a really interesting gray area. Yeah. I feel like, 
I, I personally think it's funny, but only when a Jewish girl uses it. And even then I'm like, oh my God, should we be perpetuating this? But I, I still think it's funny. Definitely. It's interesting also that like what you, what you just said about how there's like not a term for like a stereotypical like Jewish man, but like there is one for a woman. It's just like, I'm going to be thinking about that for a minute after this. I know, and I'm like, because there is like a male equivalent to totally the traditional Jap. Totally, we all know those guys. Yes. Like, there's nothing wrong with that dude, but he doesn't have a little. Yeah, it's only he, something to frown Jap upon. Jap does not exist. If it's a woman. Yeah, I guess something to think about. Definitely <laughs> something for the listeners to ponder. <laughs> Wait, to that end, this is another question I didn't know about asking, but you know what? Whatever, we're here. Like, what progress do you think needs to be made in, like, the Jewish world that we live in, like, in terms of feminism? Um, I mean, I'm no expert, but definitely, like, these are issues yeah, that, I'm that, are, like, that I'm super passionate about and, like, I'm always, as a Jewish woman and as just, like, a woman, um, especially in the United States, I'm trying to find my place in social change and activism Um, And I think that, like, along with that, along with, like, Jewish women being politically involved and active, I think that also needs to be reciprocated a little bit. Um, That, like, Mm. there's a point to where, like, Jews need to be included in activism. And I think that there are times Mm -hmm. that, like, I've felt like my identity as a Jew has been excluded maybe from those experiences um yeah that like I felt pulled in a direction where like I'm having to say like having to advocate for like my identity as a woman more so my identity as a Jewish woman um which I think is is a common experience and it's all about like I said finding our place in activism and also feeling like our identity is recognized and also given that like due attention I don't know, that's something that, like, a lot of people experience, not just Jewish women, like, other groups mm. and people who experience this intersectionality. It's something that, like, we have to navigate on many different levels. So, in terms of RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, she died a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was, like, three weeks ago now or maybe, like, a month ago. Pretty recent. No, it was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, Whatever. time is weird right now. So, that definitely came as a shock. And in terms of, obviously, for women everywhere, because she was such a you know, a champion of women's rights and also just a great example of what a woman can do. In terms of, like, Jewish women, like, I know for me, like, she represented a lot just societally. So I guess I was wondering, like, what what did she mean to you? I mean, I was just leaving uh, Rosh Hashanah services um, with Carly mm-hmm. uh, Mast right when we found out, which was crazy. Also, I'm not sure that there's anywhere else I would have wanted to have been than with other Jewish women um Mm -hmm. looking back on that experience I don't know it's it's so hard to articulate she stood for so much and so much of what I guess I aspire to be as a woman who's Mm -hmm. politically involved and someone who wants a career in the legal field I think she's someone Mm. who like looks like me and showed Jewish women that, like, we have a place at the table, um, that she was one of the people who helped, like, clear that space for us at the table. Um, So I definitely think, like, that serves to empower Jewish women regardless of 
like what field they're trying to get involved in or what activism they're involved with. Um, right. But I don't know. I think, yeah, it's just that idea of like having someone from your, who shares this common thread with you, who's showing you that it's not out of reach. Um, is is yeah. part of why she's so inspiring to me. Yeah. Oh man. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Also one thing that I've been thinking a lot about is how the like, kind of political calamity that has ensued since her death has affected the way we've like mourned her or the way we are remembering her. So I guess I'm I'm curious like how that experience has affected the way you've been feeling about it since she's died because I know for me it kind of has overshadowed a lot like thinking, "Oh my god, all these people immediately decided they were just going to replace her." And a lot of people were like immediately we're going to start pointing out all these times that she did X and X and X that wasn't perfect in her political... Like, I think it was just an immediate politicization, yes. if that's the word, for of, like, of her death and of her life. And I don't know. For me, that was weird. I was, like, wondering what your thoughts were on that. Definitely. Um, it was a lot of, like, overload, especially on social media. Um, people, like, Jewish or otherwise, like posting and like having this conversation about her and I definitely think you know there's a place and time for criticism like she made decisions that like deserve like discussion and and criticism um I do wish that like we as a collective like politically driven generation could have paused for a little bit longer to actually think about everything that she did um that was good um but it's also like in the time that we're in a lot of people saw her as that like one last thing person that was like holding up democracy which is a lot of pressure for like any one person to like possibly like hold but like that she was this beacon of like oh well if rbg can just last through the election then like maybe we'll all be okay and when that was like just taken away i think everyone kind of like lost their marbles and was like what do we do how do we fix this like what can we do to like make sure that this is something that's representative of the people and our wishes and you know it jumps straight to the, like, political turmoil piece rather than the, like, mm-hmm. fact that she was an actual person with an actual family and an actual human experience that, like, we should probably be, you know, examining and, and mourning properly, especially because of her identity as a Jewish woman and the way that Jewish tradition tells us to go about those things. I think a lot of that was, you yeah. know, cast to the side. I definitely, that was also noteworthy for me. I was sad. Um, That was almost as sad as, like, the fact that she's dead is just, like, watching how everything fell apart after that. But um, that kind of leads me to, like, your event. I know you're putting something together. Is that this coming weekend? Yes, it's this Sunday, um, the 11th. Yeah, so why don't you tell us about the kind of idea behind that event and what it's going to be like? And then also, like, tell us where and when people can like find information about it but also like just give us like an overview like tell us what you're feeling about it totally um so yeah in the wake of all of this like 
that she's so representative of my identity as a Jewish woman um, and finding, I guess, the time to be intentional about reflecting on her life and her accomplishments. Um, I was talking with Dana about what we can do to honor her properly and, you know, do so in a way that creates community with other Jewish women. Um, And so we got to talking about the Jewish tradition of learning um, in, in memory of someone, um, which is what Sunday is going to be. Um, so Sunday we're going to mm-hmm. get together and look at some texts, um, Jewish and otherwise, um, and connect them to RBG's life and her identity as a Jewish woman and like her experience, um, mm-hmm. as a Jewish woman. And I think it'll be a really good time for a lot of us who have been, you know, looking to find the space to, like, properly think about and process what happened in a way that's not so, like, scrambling and chaotic um, for all of us to really connect about her identity and kind of connect that to our own experience. Wow, that's so cool. I'm really excited for that. Me too. That sounds great. Honestly, yeah, I feel like that space has not existed yet. Um, How can people, like, find it is there like a registration I know you said earlier to me like off the show that it was going to be in person yes um so I'm sure like there's like a cap on how many people can go with the restrictions like how do people kind of who maybe people who would want to go like how how do they kind of make that happen I'm partly asking for myself but also just generally for the listeners (laughs) definitely (laughs) um so it's going to be on Towers Lawn where we've been having services and stuff there's a sukkah there now um, and I, it'll still be up this weekend, but, um, we're going to have people like meet there at 6 PM. Um, and then we're going to split up into some smaller groups, socially distanced, everyone wearing masks, um, and all nice. of that jazz. Um, we're going to break up into smaller groups and, you know, examine these packets and really have a good discussion, um, about all of it. But, um, yeah, 6 PM Sunday towers Lawn, and you can email me. Uh, my email is scowan13, and that's C-O-W-A-N, um, at bu.edu. Um, you can just email me to RSVP. There's also an event on Facebook. I can send you the link, Sophie. Um, yeah, I can put it in the description of the, the episode. Cool. Is there anything else you've been doing this semester, like any other initiatives? So another really cool initiative that I've been working on with Tess this semester has been um, Meets Vote. Um, we've been registering people to vote and really, you know, continuing the conversation of voting and this election, which is, you know, the most important election of our lives. This is like an initiative through Hillel International. So we've been, you know, getting involved on oh, campus cool. that way. Um, also can send you links to all that stuff, but people um, can sign up and It'll give you all of the steps of how you can vote and what's the best way to vote mm. and where should I vote if I'm in Massachusetts but I live in Georgia. Where does my vote matter most? Like, I'm voting in Georgia right. this fall. Um, but it's it's yeah, a really sure. great resource um, for people who, you know, this may be their first time voting, this may be their third time voting. But, um, yeah. you know, it makes keeps you accountable and makes sure that you're doing things in a timeline that, you know, makes sense and makes sure that your vote gets counted in November. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to Hello Hillel. We are here uh, once every other week and we will be here with interviews with everybody you can think of. 
Um, so yeah, stay tuned and subscribe if you if you have the inclination. Uh, thanks again, Sadie, for tuning in. This is great. Awesome. Thank you.